reaching Israel and the world. Beloved, we are so happy that you are with us. I'm Cynthia, Rabbi Schneider's wife, and I just want to assure you, Rabbi has a special teaching today that you do not want to miss. God bless you and shalom, yedidim, the Hebrew word for beloved ones. This is Rabbi Schneider. Welcome today to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Father, we just worship you, ask you to come and strengthen us by your word, by the power of your spirit, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. You know, sometimes people ask why I do this, and it represents the word of God, because the word of God is living and active, and the scripture says it's sharper than a two-edged sword. We're continuing today in a series that I'm calling Biblical Benedictions. I love the title of this series, Try saying biblical benedictions as fast as you can, five times in a row. I guarantee you'll get into a tongue twister. But this is a really important word because these biblical benedictions represent God's blessing over the lives of his beloved ones. And so I want to encourage you today with these biblical benedictions to help you understand how active God is in your life and the many ways that he is every day blessing you and blessing his people. Now this is the third episode in the series, so I encourage you to go to our website, get the entire series if you miss them, you can watch them on YouTube as well. I wanna continue straight away now into the next biblical benediction. We're gonna to go to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20 and 21. Hebrews 13, verse 20 and 21. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of God abides forever. Here, beloved one, the word of God. Now the God of peace who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus our Lord, get it now, equip you in every good thing to do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, before I get right into the subject matter, when I say a benediction, a benediction is a blessing bestowed by God on his people. They oftentimes take place at the end of one of the books of the Bible, but not always. Sometimes if you're part of a conservative congregation or a more traditional congregation, your pastor or priest will end the service with a benediction. Once again, a benediction is an utterance from the Lord bestowed upon his people. It can take place in the middle of a book of the Bible as well. Now, in the book of Hebrews, we're going towards the end of this book and looking at the subject matter of, once again, Hebrews 13, 20 through 21. Because I have already spoken about the fact that God is a God of peace in a previous episode on this series, I'm going to focus more on some of the other content in this particular benediction. I want to draw your attention to verse number 21. Paul is speaking, or the author of Hebrews, is speaking over God's people, declaring that the God of peace, and here we go, would equip us, listen, to do his will. So let me read it again, and I want you to particularly pay attention when I say that word equip. Now the God of peace, who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, 
even Jesus our Lord, here we go, equip you in every good thing to do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight. So I want to focus here on this equipping that takes place in our lives by the Spirit of God through the Lord Jesus who shed his blood that would be grafted in to the eternal covenant. Now, it says here that this equipping, once again, this equipping of God to you takes place because of the blood that Jesus shed that finished and accomplished for us what is referred to as, listen now, the eternal covenant. You see, beloved ones, the blood of Jesus is the seal of God's covenant with his people. And the covenant that God has made with us was prophesied in the Hebrew Bible, in the book of Jeremiah and Ezekiel, when the Lord said that the time would come when he would take out our heart of stone, a heart that's insensitive to him, and give us instead a heart of flesh. And that sometimes is confusing when we read there that God would give us a heart of flesh because oftentimes the word flesh in scripture is used to represent, you know, the lower animal nature. But in this particular prophetic portion in the Hebrew Bible, when the scripture says that God would take out our heart of stone and replace it with a heart of flesh, God is not speaking there in terms of flesh being part of our animal nature and that needs to be overcome, but he's speaking of a heart of flesh that is sensitive. In other words, a heart of stone doesn't feel anything. But flesh, if you pitch flesh, you'll feel that. If you touch flesh, you'll feel it. So God is saying, I'm going to take out your hard heart, your heart of stone, and I'm going to give you a heart of flesh. I'm going to give you a heart of flesh that's sensitive to me. And then we also read that this eternal covenant would sprinkle us and make us clean. And of course, we read that the blood of Jesus washes us and makes us white as snow. So I'm simply laying the foundation of the fact that this equipping that God does in our lives by his spirit can only take place because Jesus shed his blood, sealing God's eternal covenant. And God's eternal covenant was a covenant of redemption whereby he would purchase back to himself his people that had fallen in the great fall that took place in the Garden of Eden. So now that Jesus has purchased us back by his blood and brought us in to an eternal covenant, remember Jesus said when he celebrated Passover and instituted communion of the Lord's Supper, he said, this is my blood when he lifted up the Passover wine of the covenant. And so we are now grafted into this covenant. Jew and Gentile are part of this eternal covenant through the blood of the great shepherd of the sheep, Yeshua. And as a result of being in this covenant, this covenant of love, this covenant whereby now we have become uh, uh, one with the Lord in terms of our union with him through his son. As a result of this union, God is equipping us, listen now, for every good work. Now, I take great comfort in this because I have so many responsibilities to continue to feed God's people, to continue to lead the sheep, to continue to preach his word effectively. My confidence is in, listen now, his equipping. Now, you may not have the same assignment as I. 
You may simply be a, a mother or a grandmother or a father. When I say simply, I don't mean any lesser than, but I'm just saying that you don't have some of the frontline, you know, television ministry, but yet you've got a real assignment. I mean, what greater assignment is there than being a father, a good husband, or a good wife, or a grandmother, or a faithful, you know, bondservant of the Lord, a, a handmaiden of the Lord. I mean, the simple things in life that have to do with relationship. And as a result of this, in order for us to be a blessing to those whom God has assigned us to be a blessing to, whether it's your husband, your wife, your grandchildren, your brother, the people that are part of your Bible study group, whoever it might be, God is the one that will equip you to continue to be a source of life and, 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 and a vessel of transformation to those around you if, listen now, we depend on Him. You see, we will get depleted if we don't depend on God. And oftentimes we can feel depleted. Sometimes we are, are faced with an assignment and we just feel totally depleted going into that assignment. Maybe it's simply a relationship that you're needing to manage and you, and you want to manage that relationship in the love of Jesus. You want to manage that relationship in the power of God. You want to be a blessing. You want to reflect God's light. You want to release strength. You want to release wisdom. You want to release leadership. You want to release uh, direction. But yet in yourself, in the flesh, you feel so inadequate, incapable. Maybe you're feeling tired. Maybe you're feeling drained. Maybe you're feeling emotionally spent. Maybe you've just been out of something very difficult. And yet, you still have to fulfill your assignment. Isn't it, beloved child of God, an awesome thing to know that it doesn't all depend on you and it doesn't all depend on me, that God himself is equipping us and that he that began a good work in us will finish it? I'm just so blessed that with all the responsibilities that I have and that I know you have, we don't always have to be up to the task in our own strength, in what we feel uh, internally or emotionally, but God himself will be our sufficiency. So God says, I am the great shepherd of the sheep and I will equip you for everything, listen now, that I've assigned you to do. Based upon your profession of faith and in accordance with the Lord's command, I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, buried in the likeness of his death and raised in the likeness of his resurrection. In Jesus' name, amen. I heard about his message about the signs of the second coming of Jesus Christ that motivated me to accept Jesus. Jesus is asking us to fully give him our lives. In light of his return. And when he called that uh, this might be your last chance, those who want to receive Jesus run here, then I ran. This could be your last chance 
before I felt I had some had some heavy 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 laden, but at least now I feel I am now relieved. I feel okay. I feel cleansed of everything. Jesus is my savior. Wow, God is so amazing how he is alive, speaking and giving us new revelation through Rabbi's teaching. God has a plan for our lives and it's exciting to hear the testimonies that you send in. Listen to this amazing testimony. The day after my brother went home to our Lord, we were cleaning his modest home. He had so many books and Bibles, but I found one in particular I felt compelled to read. It was your book about erasing fear from our lives. I marked every passage you referred to and could not put it down. I was a lukewarm Christian. I started watching your telecast every chance I got. I can tell you now that you helped me find God. Jesus is coming soon and I am now ready to go with him. Stephanie from Arkansas. Beloved, God is powerfully using this ministry to change lives. Thank you for joining us. Has your faith been built up and your passion renewed through Rabbi's teaching from the Old and New Testaments? Are you receiving revelation today that is bringing you a brighter tomorrow? If you've been blessed by the teachings of Rabbi Schneider, we would like to invite you to partner with us in reaching Israel and the world. Visit DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com or call 800-777-7835 to join in our mission to equip the body of Christ, build the church, and evangelize the world. Your help extends the reach of Discovering the Jewish Jesus into places we could never touch without your partnership. Together, we are making a difference and preparing the way for the return of King Jesus. I have a man right now that's going before me into the mission field and he's gone to prepare the way for me. And he's now in Africa getting ready to, uh, to, 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 to welcome us there as we come to preach the gospel in a little over a week. And he's had to deal with a lot of different challenges on the mission field and he's there alone right now and it feels very draining. But you know what? It's such a confidence to know for him and for me that even though it's a, it's, it's a strong assignment, and it demands a lot, even though he feels depleted at times, it's such a blessing to know and such confidence it gives to know that God's equipping him. God is sufficient. Now may the God of peace sanctify you entirely, and then in verse, in verse uh, number 21 of Hebrews 13, and equip you in every good thing to do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight. Once again, we're looking to Father, to work within us, to work within you, and to work within me. Get it now, church. What is pleasing in his sight. It just takes all the weight off. It's not up to me to do it all, and it's not up to you to do it all, but God is the one, listen now, that's working in you and working in me, that which will bring forth from us what is pleasing in his sight. I'm telling you, to believe this and to receive this, it takes the weight of the world off your shoulders. If we feel that it's up to us, that we've always got to be up to the task, that we've always got to be on an emotional high, that we've always, you know, got to be uh, in a positive mood, that we've, you know, if we think it all depends on us, that's a crushing weight. But to realize that it doesn't all depend on us, even though we have to depend on God, 
but it depends on God, listen now, who is working in you and in me what is pleasing, hear me, in his sight. So let me read it again. Now the God of peace who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus our Lord, equip you in every good thing to do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight. Now, I want you to focus on another little phrase that's part of what I just read. He's equipping us now, get it, to do his will. Have you ever been in a relationship and the relationship was a challenge and yet you know you have to love? Maybe you're just emotionally drained and yet you, you know, when we get drained sometimes, you know, we, can, we sink down into the flesh and we become irritable. All of us know what that feels like. Isn't it an awesome thing to know you may be stepping into a situation where you have to be a source of blessing to the people around you, like I said just a moment ago, and you don't feel that you're going to be able to, but the Word of God says that God is equipping us, listen now, here we, to do His will. Every morning, every morning, get it now with me, every morning you and I can wake up and we can trust God to work within us that which is necessary to do His will that day. What a joy to realize that regardless of what we feel like, we can trust in the Word of God. We can trust in God Himself to work within us that which needs to be imparted to us so that we can please Him, get it now church, and do His will. You see, if you depend on God, you will not fail. If you depend on God, you will bear much fruit. You see, the root of bearing fruit is humility. And humility is depending on God. And as you depend on God, and as I depend on God, to work within us that which will equip us to do His will and that which is pleasing in His sight, as we depend on Him, we're going to receive everything we need to walk in power, to love Him, to do His will, and to please Him. You see, when we depend on the Lord, the roots of our, 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 our soul grow deep in God's Spirit. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those that depend on the Lord. Blessed are those that are humble. You see, Paul learned a great lesson. Remember Paul was struggling. He had what he called a thorn in the flesh. Paul said there was a messenger of Satan that was sent, Paul said, to buffet me, to, to come against me. It's kind of an old-fashioned word, to buffet, but it means to torment. Paul said there was a messenger of Satan that was sent to torment him. And this messenger of Satan, he doesn't tell us exactly what it was, whether it was somebody that was persecuting him, some have thought it was some kind of a physical challenge in his body, we don't know. But regardless of what the source was, whether it was a persecutor or something in his body, we don't know. Regardless of what specifically it was, we know that it was an attack, that it was causing him torment. And Paul said that it came from the realm of darkness, that it came from Satan. And Paul said he prayed to the Lord, three times to remove this thing, that his life would be easier, that he wouldn't have to be in anguish about this tormentor. And finally, Paul said, after the third time when he had asked God to take this away from him, to remove it, the Lord spoke to him. And God said to him, no, Paul, I'm not going to remove this thorn in your flesh. 
He said, because my power is going to be perfected in your weakness. Get that again. Paul is struggling with something. This thing that he's struggling with is, is, is causing difficulty. It's causing pain. It's uncomfortable. Paul says, Lord, take it away. And God says, no, Paul, my grace is going to be sufficient for you. I'm not going to take it away because this thorn in the flesh is making you depend on me. And as you depend on me, God said, you're going to be strong. And so the same is true in our life. As we depend on God, we walk in strength. This is why Paul followed up that scripture by saying, therefore, I will rather boast in my weakness than in my strength, for when I am weak, he is strong, then I am strong. And so we're talking here, beloved ones, about the truth that God is equipping us and he is working in us that which is needed for us to do his will and please him. And this equipping takes place as we listen now, depend on him. Even as Paul had to go through a difficult time, this messenger of Satan that was tormenting him, in order to cause him to be fully dependent on God, so the same is true for you and I. You may be going through a difficult time right now. And it's possible that the reason you're going through a difficult time right now is God is breaking you down to become more dependent on him because God knows you're going to be more fruitful for him and walk in a way that's more pleasing to him as you become more dependent on him, but you won't become more dependent on him without being broken down. One of my favorite scriptures is in the book of 2 Corinthians, the first chapter. Here's what Paul says. Paul says, I have been burdened excessively beyond strength so that I despair even of life. But this happens to me, Paul said, that I would learn to trust in God that raises the dead. And so, beloved ones, I say to you right now, God prunes us. He causes us to go through difficult times in order that we would become more dependent on him. And as we become more dependent on him, he works in our life in ever greater ways to walk in the spirit, to accomplish his will, and to live in a way that's righteous and pleasing in his sight. I have found in my life that following the Lord, it's not the easiest path to take. It's a hard way. Jesus said, straight and narrow is the way that leads to life. He said, strive to enter through the narrow way. I used to wrestle when I was in school. And wrestling, as many of you know, it's a very intense sport that takes a tremendous amount of energy. Well, I want you to know that walking with the Lord is harder than wrestling because a wrestling match is over in six minutes. Walking with the Lord is straining every day for a lifetime. This is why Paul said in the book of Ephesians, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So I want to encourage you today, continue to be faithful. Continue to depend on him and have this confidence. As you do, God is working in you in a mighty way to accomplish in you that which will give you the ability to please him in every way in your life, listen now, and to accomplish his will. God bless you, beloved ones. I just want to speak God's blessing over you as we close today. Father, I thank you for these beloved children of yours that are watching this broadcast. Father, I ask that you give them rest and peace as they continue to grow in their ability to trust in you, to do within them what they can't do for themselves. 
Father, we thank you. King Jesus, we thank you and we love you, Abba. In 2 Samuel chapter 24, verse 24, we read about David wanting to offer up to Father God an extravagant offering showing his love. When he got to the place that he wanted to offer his offering from, he went there to purchase the threshing floor as the altar for it. When the owner of the threshing floor saw David and heard what David wanted to do, he offered to give the threshing floor to David that David could offer up his sacrifice from. David said, far be it from me to make an offering to Father God that cost me nothing. David insisted on purchasing the threshing floor even though someone had offered to give it to him. David then proceeded to pay for it and he offered to Father God an extravagant offering showing his love. The next part of the text says this, it says, the Lord's heart was moved. When you and I present our offerings to the Lord out of love, you know what, beloved one? It moves God's heart. I want to encourage you, let's love Him today by presenting to Him an offering that will move His heart because it comes from a pure place. Here's how you can partner with us. Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Donate online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com, call 1-800-777-7835, or text the keyword RABBI to 45777. To show our appreciation, we will send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally. Many of us have been faithful to the Lord with our finances while living. For those of you who like to remember the Lord in your finances when you go to heaven, click Will and Estate Gifts at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm on the Mount of Olives and I want to close the broadcast today by speaking the blessing that Father God said should be spoken over his people. In the book of Numbers chapter six, the Lord told Moses and Aaron, speak these words over my people and I will place my name upon them and bless them. Yahweh, 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 Revelation today for a brighter tomorrow. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. If two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. 
Let our prayer team pray for you. Send us your prayer request today by visiting our website or writing to the address on the screen. Our prayer team lifts up every individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Today's episode concludes the series, Biblical Benedictions from the New Testament. If you've enjoyed this series and would like to purchase a copy, visit our website or call the number on your screen. 